Welcome to episode five of Turn Shit Into Gold. I am Kristen, your host. Thank you for being here again. It still amazes me every time that I sit here and talk to my wall and people actually listen to it and they tell me that they like it. So it's really so much fun for me and I am truly so glad that you're here and I'm so glad that you find value from these. I am doing it to try to help you. So please keep letting me know if you're enjoying these episodes because I enjoy hearing that. And also, if you would be so kind as to rate and review the podcast if you are enjoying it, that would help me as well. And we'll just jump right into it. This week, I didn't know until this morning what I would be talking about on the podcast. And I left my gym this morning, and this guy and I were crossing the street at the same time. And we started talking, and then we ended up having a really great conversation in the parking lot, during which we disagreed for, I would say, probably 80% of the conversation. But we are both people who are able to disagree with people in a loving way. And that is something that I feel like our world, and especially the United States of America, has really lost over the last few years in particular. Sometimes I'll think back to before the 2016 election and think, like, what happened here? How did we get here? Because there were always people who disagreed, especially about politics. But we reached this point where having differing beliefs about the best way to have our government structured turned into this moral debate. And if you voted for this person, you're a bad person and there's absolutely no excuse for you. And there's absolutely no reason that you should have voted that way. And people are just dismissed as an entire human being because of what they ended up determining would be, in their opinion, the best thing for all of us. And I know that election in particular can be a very touchy subject, so I'm not going to get into the particulars of that. I just want to talk about the general idea of disagreeing with people. And also, this is from my experience and me realizing that something that I really needed to work on as a human being was not trying to force my opinions and my beliefs on other people. And a lot of times it was in ways that to me were so subtle that I didn't even realize I was doing it. And actually my aunt pointed it out to me one time and she said that I will be so excited about something that I just want to tell people about it. And I'm like, trying to force them to do it when they don't really want to and they don't feel like it's right for them and it doesn't feel good. And I was like, oh shit, that's not what I want. Like I'm sharing this to try to be helpful, not to make anybody uncomfortable or feel like I'm trying to force something on them. That's not what I want at all. And this actually came up also with a friend on Friday. We were talking. Well, actually it was technically before that, but we talked on Zoom. We hung out on Zoom because she lives in Sweden, so we can't hang out in person. But we were talking then on Zoom on Friday, talking about a conversation that we had had the day before or a couple days before. I can't remember. 
And she was telling me about something that she was super excited about. But the way that she said it was, you need to do this. And so I responded back and was like, oh, thank you for sharing that with me. Like, I love how much it helped you. It doesn't feel right for me right now. Here's why. And then she had responded to that and said something about how she noticed that I felt like I needed to defend myself to her. And she invited me to go within and see why I was feeling like I needed to defend myself to her. We have a relationship that is very much like that, where we are always helping each other expand and grow. And we will totally call each other out for things all the time, but in a very loving way. And so when she said that, I was like, well, that's because you because of the words that you chose and because I do love you and respect you and I know where your heart is in this and I know you're sharing it because it's something that you are so excited about and it helped you, but it just doesn't feel right for me. And I have a lot of stuff going on right now in my business and part of what she was suggesting was me taking a course. So it was like, uh, I just don't really have the, or don't have, that's, that's some limiting language right there. <laughs> Currently, there are other things that I would prefer to give my time and energy to. And I have other things that excite me more than the idea of taking this course. And the specific examples that she gave me about the benefits from the course are areas that I actually feel really good about in my life right now. So it just feels like right now it's not a pain point. So that doesn't really make me want to invest time, energy, and money into this thing. It's still something that I do feel like maybe in the future would be fun for me to explore, especially because the way that I view life is that everything can get better all the time. And I like to make shifts and allow things to get better all the time. So it's something that I would definitely consider in the future, but just not right now. <laughs> so I wanted her to know because I love her and I didn't want her to feel like I was just completely dismissing her. I wanted to let her know this is why this doesn't feel right for me at this time. And, you know, part of why I felt like I wanted to explain that was because of her language of saying you need to do this. And she was like, oh, that's so interesting. And, you know, she didn't even realize that she had said it that way. And that wasn't really how she wanted to communicate it either. And we just had some chuckles about, you know, our, our similar little struggles of how we are and how we both just really love to help people. And when we are excited about something, we want to tell everyone, which it's funny because this whole thing, this whole area of growth for me is also a huge reason why I started this podcast. Because now instead of me reaching out to my friends and telling them, oh my gosh, I just figured this thing out. I realized this you have to try this, you need to try this, you should try this, whatever it may be. I can just record a podcast episode. And if you want to hear what I have to say, you can listen. If you don't, you cannot. As I like to remind you in every episode, you can pause it at any time if you're not interested anymore. It's great. It's perfect because I get to have my outlet. I get to be excited and tell you about what I'm excited about and what I figured out. And if you want to know, you can listen. If you want to try it out, you can try it. If you don't, you don't have to. And everyone just gets to feel free 
and happy. And that's what I want. And that's what I love. So this is why I want to talk about disagreeing today. And uh, the topic of the conversation that I was having with this guy was actually God. And we have very different views on God, exactly who God is, exactly who all of us are, and how we are. But neither of us was approaching the conversation with the intention of trying to change the other person's mind. And neither of us was feeling like the other person needed to or even should change their mind. And we were just interested in how each other views things and how each other thinks about things. And we were just going back and forth and asking each other questions. And I would say something and he would smile and he would say, I actually disagree with most of what you just said. <laughs> and and we would laugh and then I would ask, you know, oh, what, like, what are your thoughts on it? And he would say something. And this is, in my opinion, the way that it is supposed to be. And there is supposed to be diversity on our planet. There's tons of diversity here. And not just diversity in the things that we see, but also in ways of thinking. And a lot of what has happened over the last few years has also been trying to get people to all have the exact same way of thinking. But if we all think the exact same way, that's actually where progress dies because we need the person to say, actually, I think this thing is possible. Actually, I think we could have an electric car that doesn't use any gas. If everybody was like, no, you can't think that, that's stupid, don't listen to that person, then we wouldn't have Teslas, you know? And a lot of people love Teslas and they think that's fun. I mean, airplanes didn't used to be a thing. And I'm sure plenty of people thought that that should never become a thing. It was too dangerous. It was too complicated. It would never work, whatever it is. But luckily, a lot of people in this world decide that no matter what anybody else says, if they feel something in their bones and they just know that it feels right for them and it feels true for them and it feels like it could be a thing and it feels like it could be a thing that would help other people, then they just do it anyway. And that's also what I want this podcast to encourage in all of you. I want you to listen to these podcast episodes and realize that whatever idea you have that every other person in your life has told you won't work might actually work simply because you had that idea. And that idea wouldn't have come to you unless you were supposed to do something with it. Now, I will have a little caveat here that, of course, there are some ideas that are not good that directly involve self-harm or harming others. Those are not the types of ideas that I'm talking about. So please don't think that that's what I'm saying. I don't think any of you are thinking that, but I have to just put that out there. I'm talking about ideas like I should start this company. I should create this course that would help people. I should create this product that would solve this issue. Those types of ideas. I don't know if I've mentioned it on this podcast before, but one of my favorite stories is about the company Spanx. Ladies, I know that you are familiar with shapewear. And the woman who founded Spanx got rejected so many times when she was trying to get the company started because the investors or maybe it was the lenders, one of the two, 
didn't think that it was going to be a thing. They didn't think it would take off. They didn't think it was necessary. Can you believe? I mean, now we've got Spanx. Everybody knows what Spanx are. People say Spanx instead of saying shapewear. I sometimes forget what it's even called because I just think of it as Spanx. Kim Kardashian started her line of shapewear. People love shapewear. And this woman knew. She knew that she needed it. She knew that she wanted it. She knew that her friends would pay for it. She knew it was a valuable idea. And thank goodness she ignored everybody who told her that it was a bad idea and that it would never work. And she just kept going. And now Spanx is a billion-dollar company. So your ideas are coming to you because they can and should be a thing, even if people disagree with you. And also, don't try to fight the people who disagree with you. Like when I was having this conversation with this guy, did either of us change what we believe after that conversation? I don't think so. Probably not. But that wasn't the goal. There wasn't even actually a goal when we entered the conversation. We just started talking and I had a great time. <laughs> I think we both had a great time. We were both smiling. We both giggled. And I got in my car and I thought, what a fun conversation that was. I really enjoyed that. I'm so glad that happened. What a fun little surprise on my Monday. And we don't have to agree, but we should hold space for each other and allow each other to be seen and allow each other to be heard. And the things that we were discussing were not the more tangible items of things like politics and exactly how to solve world's problems. But this type of dialogue needs to be able to have space in those conversations. We need to create a space where someone feels comfortable and safe to raise their hand and say, this problem I see, I think could possibly be solved in this way. This is how I see it possibly working. And other people need to feel comfortable to raise their hand and say, I hear you. I see where you're coming from on that. Here's why I don't know that that would be the best solution. Or here's a possible problem that I see. Or I have this idea that's slightly different, but I think maybe this could be a good solution. And we need to be able to talk about these things in a way where everybody feels respected and everybody feels like they are worthy of being heard. Everyone feels like it's safe to express themselves. And this all actually starts within you. There's a lot of projecting going on in the world. And that is especially true in situations of disagreement. When we disagree with people, a lot of times we get triggered. And if you're getting triggered, it's because there's something within you that needs to shift, not because there's something within the other person that needs to shift although there may be something within them that does need to be shifted, that's not your responsibility. Your responsibility is yourself. Your responsibility is your own thoughts, your own beliefs, your own emotions. So if you're in a conversation with somebody and you feel yourself get triggered, whether you feel annoyed or mad or sad just take a moment and it's okay to also just 
you know, end a conversation. If you're feeling emotional, a lot of times it's probably better to hit pause than it is to keep going. Because when you're highly emotional, then you're less able to access your logical brain and hurt people hurt people. So if you are feeling hurt, there's a higher likelihood that you may unintentionally say something to hurt the other person back. And that's just not fun. That's not the type of environment that we want to create. So taking a moment to just pause and honor your feelings. And then you can ask yourself, what is this here to teach me? Or what am I, why am I feeling this resistance? Because that's usually what it is. It's some sort of resistance. It's something that's not resonating with you. And you think it's outside of you because this external person is what triggered it, but it's actually something that is within you. And one small example of how I've noticed this in my own life is we have a little trash room in my apartment complex. So there's a trash chute where you drop your garbage down, and then there's a little recycling bin where you put your recycling. And of course, there are signs in there that ask everyone to break down their cardboard boxes. And of course, many people frequently do not break down their cardboard boxes. (laughs) And I happened to grow up in a home where my dad worked for the county public works And he had two main parts to his job. And one of those parts was actually supervising the people who worked at the recycling center. So my dad taught me a lot of stuff about recycling growing up. And he was very particular about rinsing things out, very particular about breaking down boxes. He knew certain types of plastics that would just end up being thrown away. So he would always tell us to just throw those away. He taught us which ones would be able to be recycled and, again, taught us to rinse them out. And he told us there are actual people who have to sort this stuff. So be respectful. And it doesn't take that long to just do it the right way. Do it the right way. And that got very ingrained in me from a very young age. And then I happened to end up getting a job at the county doing highway maintenance in college. Yes, that is true. And over the Christmas break, over the month that we had Christmas break, I would try to work also. And for the first three years, I think it was, they ended up putting me at the recycling center. And there would also be occasional days where the recycling center was really swamped during the summer and we would maybe get sent there to help with something or if it was raining and we couldn't do our regular duties and they needed to put us to work somehow, they would maybe send us to the recycling center. So then I also became one of those human beings who was sorting through this recycling or in often cases through people's garbage that they put in the recycling. And it definitely further changed my perspective on recycling and how to handle those things. And I tend to often think about the people on the other side of whatever action I am taking and realizing that if I'm making a mess somewhere, someone else has to clean it up. 
my parents also taught me that a lot about going to restaurants, you know, your server or somebody has to bust the table. Clean up after yourself at least a little bit. Don't be making it harder for them. All those things. So that's a little background on my history with recycling. So I will sometimes walk into this trash room to put either garbage in the trash chute or to take out recycling. And sometimes when I go in there, there are a bunch of boxes or a couple boxes that have not been broken down. And sometimes when that happens, I just chuckle. I don't have any sort of triggered feelings that come up. But sometimes when I go in there and it's like that, I feel triggered and thoughts start popping into my head like, oh my gosh, these people are so lazy. Why couldn't they just break down the box? It's not that hard. It takes an extra 20 or 30 seconds to just break it down. They're not thinking about other people. They're selfish, things like that. And luckily, because of the type of work that I do, I realize right away that if I'm feeling triggered, it's because something within me is out of alignment. This isn't about those other people and their actions. This is about something that's going on within me. And if I'm feeling like they're being lazy, that's my higher self trying to get my attention because I've been starting to feel like I'm being lazy. And I've maybe been having thoughts like, Kristen, why can't you just do this? It's not that hard. It only takes a couple minutes, whatever that may be. And my higher self wants to get my attention because those thoughts are not in alignment with the highest version of me. Those thoughts are not in alignment with love. Those thoughts are not in alignment with who I really am. I am not a lazy person at my core. Do I have moments where I don't feel like doing anything? Absolutely. Do I have days where I just lay in my bed for multiple hours staring at the clouds out the window or scrolling through TikTok? Yes, I do. But that doesn't make me a lazy person. That just makes me someone who occasionally allows herself to relax. And I remember there was one time specifically that I went to bring out my recycling and there were boxes and I felt triggered. And I realized that what was going on was that I was feeling like I was being lazy because I hadn't cleaned my apartment and my apartment was a little messy. I had dishes I needed to take care of. I think I also had laundry I needed to take care of and just some clutter that was piling up. And I was feeling frustrated with myself about that and was feeling like I was being lazy. But in reality, I had been doing a lot of work and getting a lot of work done. And I had also been working out every single day. And I was also making time for my boyfriend and for catching up with friends. In reality, I was just a human being <laughs> with things on my plate. And I was choosing to prioritize certain things over other things. And that doesn't make me lazy. That doesn't make me wrong. That doesn't make me bad in any way. It was simply a choice. But I was internally judging myself for that choice and for how things were going. And it's so much easier to project onto other people than it is to reflect on your own shit. So that's what was happening is I was judging my neighbors for not breaking down their boxes. And this is an example of something that you can do in moments when you're triggered by other people. Ask yourself, 
how do I feel like they are being? And then ask yourself, where do I feel like I am being that way in my life? And then shift your perspective about yourself and realize that whatever you are doing or however you are being is good enough. And if you were actually being whatever way, like say you feel like someone's being an asshole, maybe you're being an asshole to yourself. Maybe you were having some unkind thoughts about yourself. Obviously, that's not something that you want. That's not a behavior that you want to continue, but it just makes it worse to keep beating yourself up about the thing that you were beating yourself up about. So it's time to break the cycle and just realize, okay, yes, I was having some mean thoughts about myself, or maybe you were actually being an asshole to other people and you realized that at least at a subconscious level and were beating yourself up about it, give yourself some grace. Everybody has their asshole moments sometimes. We're all humans. We all have bad days. We all have moments where our energy is off and we just can't seem to shift it back to where we want it to be and we accidentally take it out on other people. It happens. It's okay. You're still good enough. You're still worthy. And you're definitely worthy of being treated with kindness by yourself and everybody else. But it always starts with you. It starts with how you are treating yourself. It starts with the way that you are judging yourself. If you're feeling judged by other people, it's because you're judging yourself somewhere and there's something that you haven't accepted about yourself. I am at a point now where I say all sorts of crazy things and I know some people think I'm crazy, but it doesn't bother me because I don't think I'm crazy. I mean, I know I'm like a little crazy, but I'm not bothered by it. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, it is what it is. It's kind of fun. And uh, I am just not bothered by it personally. So then when other people are bothered by it, I'm just not. But if I have a day where somebody says something negative to me about me and it bothers me, then I realize that that's because there's something inside me that I need to shift. There's something that I was thinking about myself or feeling about myself. There's something that I haven't accepted. And I need to figure out how to accept it or shift it so that I can be in acceptance of myself again so that I don't get those reflections, as I call them, from the outside world and from other people. And you'll get the positive reflections too, which is really fun. And I think I was kind of touching on that last week with the story that you're telling yourself. And it's great to get positive reflections and they're super fun. But if you put too much weight on those and if you're relying on positive reflections to make you feel good, then it keeps you trapped in this cycle where you are seeking validation externally instead of finding it internally and then allowing yourself to receive those reflections from the external world. So that's an area where you have to find a delicate balance. And I've improved in that area a lot in the last year, but I still sometimes will either catch myself or I just have thoughts of, I want to make sure that I'm being careful about how I'm thinking about this or feeling about this. For example, 
in the past week, I got like 27 new followers on TikTok, which was exciting for me. That was a lot for me to get in one week. That's That hasn't been normal for me. And I am excited about that. And it makes me feel good, but it mostly makes me feel good because I'm realizing that this is a physical reflection of my internal shifts. I'm feeling even more like the content that I'm putting out is helpful, is useful, and that people should like it (laughs) and should want to hear more from me. And because I feel like people should want to hear more from me, then people who are seeing my videos are feeling that and they're also feeling like, yeah, I want to hear more from her and they're choosing to follow me. But if I sit here and decide that I'm doing well because people are following me, then that's creating a situation where I only feel good if people are following me. That's not what I want. I don't want to feel like I am only successful if more people are choosing to follow me. I don't want to feel like I am successful if a certain number of people follow me or if I'm getting likes or comments or anything like that. However, I do want to allow myself to recognize the physical signs of the internal shifts. It's just very important that you keep that distinction and you realize that it's the internal shifts that create everything external. So when you get an external reflection, whether it's a compliment or someone booking services with you, someone deciding to follow you, someone commenting something, someone sharing something that you posted, whatever it is, It's not that thing that makes you successful. That thing is just a reflection of the way that you shifted the way that you view yourself and shifted the way that you feel about yourself. So the best thing that you can do is to focus on always improving your relationship with yourself and always viewing yourself in an even better light, always deciding that what you have done is good enough and exactly where you are is good enough and finding ways to feel successful just because you are. For example, with this podcast, I have like, I think 18 subscribers currently, and I am one of them, and my boyfriend is another one of them. And uh, that means that there are 16 other people who have chosen to subscribe, and I do feel very grateful for all of you. But obviously, most people in this world would not feel like they are a successful podcaster if they have 16 subscribers. But in order to get more, I need to feel like I'm successful right now. I need to feel like this is a very successful podcast. And I've decided that the fact that I just show up every week makes it successful. And when I record an episode and I know what I'm talking about for that week, I feel like this is going to be helpful to people. I feel like it's going to be valuable to people. And when I put the episode out, I feel good about it because I know that it's going to help someone. I don't tie my feelings of how successful my podcast is right now to any external results, whether that's people subscribing, people just streaming it, people telling me that they like it. It has been fun to receive all of those things, and I do enjoy those physical reflections. However, I know that the only way to make it have more reflections of success, which I'm saying in quotations right now because success is completely relative and there are all sorts of 
things that we're told about what it means to be successful, but you get to decide what it means to be successful. And to me, being successful in this podcast is just doing it because I wanted to have a podcast for years, but at first I didn't know exactly what I wanted to talk about. I just knew that I felt like I was supposed to have a podcast. And one day last month, it just hit me. This is exactly what it needs to be. And I just started. And I've decided that I'm successful because I started. And I'm successful because I'm consistent. I'm successful because I'm having fun. And I've decided that it is helping people, period. This is helping people. And I don't need or rely on anything external to prove this stuff to me. I just know it to be true. And I'm sure eventually I will have more than 18 subscribers. But until then, I'm still going to allow myself to feel successful. And I'm still going to trust that this is helping people. And I'm going to trust that it's helping the exact amount of people that it's supposed to help right now. And that's good enough. It's great. It's more than good enough. Because I was so good enough before I started this podcast. And now there are just even more people who get to be helped and even better, people who get to be helped for free because I want it to be accessible to get help. So this is a little note, a little insert here in the middle of this episode about disagreeing to help you realize how you can get to a place of having more confidence where if somebody disagrees with you, it doesn't shatter your identity because that's what happens and that's what's happening right now with politics is people have their identities wrapped up in which party they vote for. And they think that it means that they're a good person if they vote for one versus the other, or they think that it makes them smarter if they vote for one versus the other or whatever it is. And it's not everybody, of course, but I've just observed from the way that a lot of people talk about it, that their identities are wrapped up in who they voted for. But if you strip that away and you strip away all the other labels and the other physical things that we've determined mean success or mean that you are a good person, then what are you left with? Because years ago, and when I say years ago, I really only mean like two years ago, And before that, my identity was so wrapped up in what other people thought about me. And it was like it didn't even really matter what I thought about myself. But what I thought about myself was that I wasn't good enough. And I was constantly doing all of these things to try to be and feel good enough. When I was actually good enough the whole time, I just needed to shift and see that. And the more that I've been able to shift and see how good enough I am, the more I've received those physical reflections from the outside world about how I am good enough or more than good enough. And it comes in all sorts of ways. It comes in very kind messages from my clients who I've worked with. It comes in random messages from people who follow me on social media and haven't actually purchased anything from me yet, but felt compelled to tell me how much they enjoy and appreciate my content. It comes in messages from my friends about what a good friend I am. It comes in texts. I got a text last week 
from my mom that said that my niece Lennon said that she really loves having Auntie Kristen as an auntie. And all of those things are so fun for me to receive and warm my heart. But at the same time, I know that they're coming from me believing those things about myself. And you have to believe that about yourself so that you're not swayed by somebody changing their mind about you. And right now, I have a boyfriend, and he said some very kind things about me when we were on a date on Saturday and was telling me just about what an extraordinary person that I am. And again, it very much warmed my heart, and I loved being able to receive that from him. But he could also decide one day that he doesn't want to be with me anymore. And if my whole identity was wrapped up in what he thinks about me, then when he changed his mind about me, it would totally just unravel me and destroy me. And I'm not saying that I think that that's going to happen. I have no idea. All I know is right now we love each other very much and are very much enjoying being in a relationship with each other. And I also know that I need to be careful about this because I know in past relationships, I lost myself a little bit and lost my identity a little bit because I cared too much about what they thought of me and not enough about what I thought of myself. And this was just my whole identity in general. I just cared so much about what my friends thought about me, my coworkers, my boss, or before that, teachers, classmates, whatever. I just cared way too much about what other people thought about me and not enough about what I thought about myself. You need to know to the core of your being that you are good enough, that you are smart enough. Even if you are terrible at math or if your grammar freaking sucks, you're still smart enough. People have different kinds of smartness. Everybody has their own zone of genius and you don't need to be good at every single thing. There's nobody on the planet who's good at every single thing. So stop focusing on the one area that you maybe fall short or a couple areas that you maybe fall short and focus more on what you are really freaking good at and knowing how freaking good at that you are. Focus on the fact that you are kind, you are creative, you are all of these things and you are good enough and remind yourself of this all day, every day so that if you end up in a conversation with another person and you are disagreeing at something, it doesn't have to make you feel like your whole identity is being shaken. Because this conversation that I had with this guy this morning could have gone so differently. Politics and religion are the two touchiest subjects in this world. And this guy and I were talking about religion, and we were, like I said, disagreeing for probably 80% of what was being said, but we were able to do it in a way that was very safe for both of us and was enjoyable for both of us. And what I said didn't make him feel like his beliefs aren't valid or you know, make him feel the need to get defensive. And what he said to me didn't make me feel like I need to get defensive or like my whole world is crumbling down because first of all, I've already been through those moments. <laughs> that was a lot of the second half of 2020 for me 
was just feeling like everything that I thought I knew to be true might not actually be true anymore. And I had a big series of what people in the spiritual world call ego deaths, or if you do practice using tarot cards at all, tower moments where it feels like everything is crumbling down. It felt like things were being just completely flipped upside down. And I was questioning everything. And I did surrender to the fact that I just may never know. We may never know what's actually right and what's actually wrong and that that's okay. And ambiguity has been something that I've struggled with for my whole life. (laughs) Didn't particularly ever enjoy being in situations where things were not certain but I've gotten a lot more comfortable with uncertainty and I've gotten to a point where I can feel safe overall, not knowing. I can feel safe not knowing if I'm right or wrong because I know that whether I'm right or wrong about something doesn't change who I am and how worthy I am and whether or not I'm good enough. It's just, it just is. Everything just is. And some people might be right about some things and some people might be wrong about some things, but also what is right? What is wrong? It's all technically just a perspective. It's all just an opinion. It's all just what resonates with you and what doesn't resonate with you. And if we can all understand that, and if we can all understand that we are each here having our own experience and we're all on our own path and our own journey and just allow each other to experience what we are supposed to experience and still share things with each other, but do it in this way that's more inviting, then I think our world will become a much better place because people will feel safe to share more. And the more you actually share about yourself, the more you're able to connect with other people and the more deeply you're able to be loved. And I also feel like love could literally solve all of the world's problems. If you sit down and you think about that, you'll realize that it's true. That if everyone in this world was being loved properly, we wouldn't have war. We wouldn't have crime. That just wouldn't be happening. If everybody loved themselves fully, then... They wouldn't be doing all of these things and acting from all these places of pain and trauma. They would be able to heal themselves and we would just live in this magical utopia of a place. Will that happen while I still am here in this physical body? I'm not sure. But I do know that the best way that I can help achieve that outcome is to focus on loving myself better and teaching other people how to love themselves better. So that's what I'm doing. And one of the things that I told this guy as we had our conversation this morning was that I have very different views of criminals than most people do. And the way that I view literally all people in this world is I view you as a former child. And anyone who's a criminal to me is just a former child who didn't receive the love that they needed. And I truly believe to the core of my being that if they received the love that they needed, they would not have ended up committing the crimes that they've committed. It just wouldn't have happened. So I would like to help those people learn how to heal from their trauma and love themselves 
and make our world a place where we don't even have jails because they're just not needed because people love themselves and they're not out here committing crimes. Again, I know people are probably going to think I'm crazy for that. I don't care. And you don't have to agree with me. You can disagree with me about every single thing I say all the time and that's okay. And your feelings and opinions are still valid and so are mine. We can exist like that. That can be a thing. And that world to me sounds way better than the world that most people are living in right now where everyone's disagreeing and making it mean something about who they are at their core. It doesn't have to mean something about who you are at your core when someone disagrees with you. It doesn't have to mean something about who someone else is at their core when they don't agree with you. It's very possible to disagree with someone and still love them. My boyfriend and I are a great example of that. We disagree about a lot of things, but it doesn't really matter because we love each other and we give each other the respect of hearing each other out and we still talk about these things and then we acknowledge the fact that we don't fully agree, but we love to have those conversations. And I feel more deeply loved in this relationship than I've ever felt in any relationship in my life because we do that. Because I get to be seen. And I love him very deeply because I see him. And we get to have that and experience that because we allow ourselves to disagree and to still show up fully to every conversation and to be able to say, I don't agree with you. I think this. I feel this way. And let that not mean something about who each other is at the core of our being. And some of the things that we disagree about are some big things. And some of them even involve choices that some of us have made or both of us have made in different ways in our lives. And like I can think of at least one choice that I made that he wouldn't really agree with. And I can think of at least one choice that he's made that, that I don't really agree with. But we can still see each other as these whole human beings and still love each other and not think any less of each other. And maybe even love each other more because of it. And that's the type of world that I want to see. That's the type of world that I want to live in. So that's the type of world that I'm creating. And again, it starts within me. It starts with me looking within and working to accept all of the choices that I've made in my life. And boy, let me tell you, there are some choices that I've made in my life that have been tricky for me to agree with and accept. I guess not even agree with, but just accept. To accept, I made that choice. I did that thing. I thought that would be a good idea at one point. Or maybe I didn't even think it was a good idea, but I did it anyway. And I just have to accept that and love myself anyway. And now I want to bring up another thing and a little tool for you. I've ended up kind of giving two lessons from my Alignment Academy course in this podcast episode because I have one lesson that's all about what I call reflections, which is the getting triggered by someone and then asking yourself, what is this trying to show me? What in me needs to shift? Because if you aren't aware of the things that are going on within you that aren't in alignment with 
what you're trying to create in your life, then you're going to struggle to create it. So that awareness is huge. And then there's a second one, which is writing letters. So I started writing letters on a very regular basis in, I think it was October of 2020. And I write them both to other people and to myself. And they're not letters that get sent if they are to other people. They are purely for me to get the thoughts and feelings and the energy out of my physical, emotional, mental, and energetic bodies. And the ones that I write to myself, I feel like are the absolute most important of all. So what you can do, especially if you were listening to this episode and me talking about (laughs) some of my choices, maybe you realize that there are choices that you've made in your life that you're having trouble accepting. And maybe you realize, oh, wow, I've actually been judging other people for their choices. Maybe it's because I'm still judging myself for a choice that I made or for some of the choices that I've made. This is a really great exercise for you. Think about the one thing or the couple things or the few things. Maybe it's a lot of things. That's okay too. Think about the things that you've done, the choices that you've made that you are not proud of. Maybe you have some that you are full on ashamed about, which if you do, I'm so sorry because shame just is like the ickiest, ickiest, ickiest feeling in the world. I hate feeling that way. And I have absolutely felt that way many times before. So if you feel that way about something that you've done, I'm so sorry. And I want you to know that you don't need to feel that way. And you especially don't need to feel that way about that thing that you did because you're still worthy. You've been worthy the whole time. All you need to do is get to the point where you fully feel that way. And these letters can help. So get out a piece of paper, write yourself a letter, and you can start by just purging any of your icky thoughts, feelings, and beliefs. This is a very important step. If you have explored things in the spiritual world online at all, you may have encountered the phrase toxic positivity, or maybe just seeing people say like love and light, and they're just like, oh, love and light all the time, and they're not really acknowledging the bad stuff. Some people also will talk about spiritual bypassing. That is that whole thing of just trying to get to the positive and anchor in the positive, but you can't anchor in the positive if you haven't cleared out the negative yet. So the first thing to do is just acknowledge any of the thoughts or feelings that you're having about yourself for the decisions that you made. And it might seem counterintuitive to write yourself a letter where you're like, F you, I can't believe you did this. I hate you for this, things like that but it actually helps because it gets it out. Those thoughts were already there. So it's just shining a light on them. It's just acknowledging these things are here. These feelings are here. These thoughts are here and I'm ready to be done with them. So you'll write out all of the icky stuff, all the thoughts that you don't want to be thinking, all the feelings that you don't want to be feeling, get it all out And then I also like to write that I am choosing to release these thoughts and feelings from my physical, mental, emotional, 
and energetic bodies now. And I will say that I am releasing them to source or God, the universe, creator, whatever resonates with you to be transmuted to love and light because you can transmute energy. You can transmute one emotion to another and it's easiest to go from one to whatever is right above it and just slowly slide up the scale. But these letters will be a good way for you to just get some of that out and you can request that it be transmuted to love and light, get all of that stuff out and then write yourself a letter and forgive yourself and find gratitude for yourself for the thing because you probably learned a lesson from whatever you did. And even if that lesson is, I never want to do this again, you still learned that and you still figured that out. And when we're babies, we have a lot more grace for ourselves with learning lessons. We try things and we realize that's not good and we learn and we don't do it again. But as we get older, we start to beat ourselves up for this. Life is an experiment. This whole thing is just an experiment. You don't need to beat yourself up when something turns out not so great. Just accept that this is your lesson. I learned this thing. I learned that I will not make this choice again. I learned that it's not a good idea to do this thing. And forgive yourself for that lesson. Forgive yourself for how difficult it was. Forgive yourself for how long you held on to these feelings of resentment towards yourself or frustration, anger, whatever it is. Write it all out. Forgive yourself for all of it. And then if you're able to write then, you can write another letter. If you need to wait a little bit, whether it's just because you're emotionally drained or if it's because you feel like you're getting carpal tunnel from all the writing, it's fine. You can wait however long you want or do it right away, but write yourself a real love letter, an appreciation letter. Think about all the things that have gone right, all the things that you've done really well, all of your favorite parts about yourself, and write yourself a letter about that. And you can write in there, I am choosing to focus my thoughts, feelings, and energy on all these things that are right about me about all these things that I love about myself. And you can start to program yourself to focus on these things that you love about yourself instead of getting caught up in the one mistake or the one thing that you think is a character flaw of some sort about yourself. Whatever thing you think is the worst thing about you, I promise you, is not actually bad. And there are benefits that have come from it. You just need to start to see that. So I hope you enjoy that little tool. And I hope that you're able to really start to shift how you see yourself overall so that you're able to have disagreements with people. Because if we can just shift our world to a place where more people know how to disagree with each other in a loving way, our world will get exponentially better. It'll be so much better for literally everyone to live here if we can do that. And like I said, the only way that you can do that is by starting with yourself. So as I've explained 
I've done this with myself. I have had to work on accepting myself and judging myself less. And the better I become at this, the less judgmental I am of other people naturally, which is so great for all of you. (laughs) And it allows me to be a really good coach and help people and not judge them for whatever choices that they're making. It allows me to be a better friend. It allows me to be a better sister, better auntie, better daughter, better girlfriend, better all of it. And then me putting this episode out here is this invitation to you, which again, you don't have to do any of this. You didn't even have to listen to this episode if you didn't want to. But this is an invitation for you to try this on. Try it out. See how it goes. See how it goes looking within and focusing on yourself. Because the reason that disagreements get so heated is because we feel this discord within ourselves and we think that the way to fix it is to fix the external, fix the people around us. If I could just get this person to think this way or do this thing, I would feel better. But the thing is, it's not true. It's just not. If you can shift what's going on inside of you, you'll feel better. And then your physical world will also end up shifting, which will make you feel even better. That is a beautiful domino effect that I want everyone to experience. So that's why I'm putting out this episode for you and this invitation. And it is selfish on my part because like I said, I would like to change the world that we live in, the world that is outside of me. I know that the best way to shift it is to do my internal work. So I am doing that. I am doing that like crazy every single day. I am spending time shifting my internal world. And every single day, I am enjoying the physical reflections of those shifts. My life now is so completely different from the way my life was two years ago. It's crazy. And I love it. And I'm so grateful. I'm so grateful to myself for doing this work. I'm so grateful to myself for looking within, for taking radical responsibility for the way that my life was and the way that I was feeling and working every single day to make changes to that because it has worked. It worked very well. And that's why I do what I do. That's why I have my business helping other people heal themselves and make shifts in their businesses and the way they show up in the world. It's why I create the courses that I create. It's why I have this podcast. It's why I post the things I post on social media I just want to share with other people what has helped me, what has worked well for me, what has made my life so much better. And it's because I want things to be better for everybody else. And I want the world that we live in to be as beautiful as I know that it can be. And if I know that it can be, and if I believe it, then it's true. So I know it can happen. But I also know that our physical reality, the entire world, is a physical manifestation of everyone's internal worlds. So it's not just the chaos within me that gets reflected in the outside world. It's the chaos within you. It's the war going on inside everyone on this planet that's causing the war to be going on that we're all seeing in the physical world. And if everyone would go within 
and find peace within themselves, we would have peace in the external world. And that might sound too simple or too easy at first, but when you really sit down and think about it and let that sink in, you'll realize how true it is. You'll realize that when you accept yourself and you stop judging yourself for things, you are naturally less judgmental of other people. And when you're less judgmental of other people, the world becomes a better place. If you can find peace within yourself, you'll show up in all of your interactions with other people in a more peaceful way. And even if they are raising their voice at you or getting angry at you, you'll be able to hold your peace more easily and it might actually end up calming them down without you even doing anything to try to calm them down. They may just match your energy instead of you matching their energy. So the more I can teach other people how to shift their internal worlds, the more our collective reality will shift as a result of people making these shifts in their internal worlds. This is definitely a big thing. You know, it's a big undertaking, but luckily I know it's not all on my shoulders. I know there are other people out there who are teaching the same stuff in different ways, in their own ways, in their own unique voices. And I know that people are learning this stuff, people are shifting. And even though it might seem like things are really bad right now and things are really bad in some ways, I also truly believe that they're getting better. And because I believe that they're getting better, I see the physical reflections of that. And that conversation this morning in the parking lot outside my gym was one example. Truly, I think I was smiling my whole drive home thinking, yes, we're moving in the right direction. That was an amazing conversation. And even though there's some crazy stuff going on in the world right now, this conversation was a beautiful reminder to me and proof that we're going in the right direction. Even if not everybody's going in the right direction right now, there are people going in the right direction. There are people in this world who can approach a conversation from a place of pure love, who will allow themselves to be seen, who will allow other people to be seen and heard, and who can just show up with love and be in love and leave in love, and we can create more of that. It makes me so happy to know that that guy is going to go interact with a whole bunch of other people. And I know he's probably not having conversations like that with everybody, but it makes me happy to know that he exists. (laughs) And uh, his name is Justin, and uh, he is great. And I'm so happy that he's in this world. He's also working on writing a book about his life story. And even though we disagree about things when it comes to God, it makes me happy that his book's going to be out there, and I'm excited to read it. I'm, I'm going to find it. I'm going to read it once he gets it done. And I'm just so excited to know that we are going in the right direction. Even when it feels like it's not, that's just stuff being purged. That's the way that I view it. If you're ever struggling with the bad stuff that you see being reflected in the physical world, just know that it is a purging of energy. And that stuff, like I said, has to be looked at, 
has to be acknowledged. So if you're seeing it in the outside world and you don't like it, go within yourself and do your own purging of the things that are going on within you that you are not so fond of and then choose your new things that you want to focus on. The more that you do that, the more that the physical external world that involves the whole collective will shift. It will all shift and it will all become better. And when we think about trying to change the world in other ways, it feels really overwhelming. If I was trying to think about needing to teach the 7.7 billion people in this world about how to do this, that would feel so overwhelming to me. I would probably feel like this is hopeless. It's never going to happen. How am I going to reach all those people? But like I just said, I know it's not all on me. I know that the biggest thing that I can do is shift my own internal worlds. And then I know that I literally every single day am putting things out into the world to help people with this. And I'm creating even more things all the time to help people with this so that other people can do this internal work. And then maybe they can tell somebody else about it and they can just keep spreading it on and on and on and on. And hopefully before we know it, the world will be drastically different. And the thing is, is it's also something that, yeah, it doesn't happen overnight, but I can tell you right now, it happens faster than you realize because you're just doing the work all the time. Like for me, I will have moments where I'm like, holy crap, like I can't even believe what my life is like now. I can't even believe how I feel. I can't even believe how much better I am at remaining calm in certain situations now. And that did not happen overnight. It didn't happen literally one day from me deciding I'm going to change this about myself. It happened one day at a time. And after two years, I am an entirely different person than I was before. And most of the tools that I've been using, I didn't even have until 13 months ago maybe even a little less than that. A lot of these tools are newer to me. And I've been able to change my life drastically in what I would say is a relatively short amount of time. And I know that you can do it too. And I watch my clients do it too. And it's the most rewarding thing to watch people do. I love it so, so much. And I just want you all to be able to experience this. So that's why, like I said, I have this podcast. I'm putting this out here for free. As I just mentioned, I talked about things that are two different lessons in an Alignment Academy course that I charge for. Were they full, complete lessons? Maybe not quite, but pretty much, I would say pretty much. Good enough. So now you got two free lessons from my Alignment Academy and you can make huge changes in your life. And that's what I want. I want it to be accessible. I want everybody to have access to the tools they need to be able to change their lives. And I want you to realize that you have that power and you are truly the only person who can change your life. Will other people come in and play parts in it? Of course, but those other people are always going to be a physical manifestation of what is going on in your internal world. So you still have all the power at the end of the day. 
And I've been in situations where I had someone doing something to me that was not good and situations that were abusive. And I had to realize that I had the power and I was the only person who had the power at the end of the day. And I had to shift how I was viewing myself and I had to advocate for myself and I had to get out of those situations. And then I had to do a lot of work to heal from it. I had to forgive those other people. I had to forgive myself. There was a lot of effort that went into that, but I was able to do it. So whatever external circumstances you have going on that you think are holding you back, I want you to know that they ultimately are not. At the end of the day, the only thing, the only person that can hold you back is yourself. It all starts with yourself, with how you view yourself, what you think you're worthy of, and what you think you're capable of. And you will tolerate things from the external to the extent that you feel worthy. It's a tough pill to swallow. I've had to swallow multiple of them myself. But I can tell you that after you swallow that pill, after you realize this is all a physical manifestation of what's going on inside of me, that is the moment that you take your power back. And that is the moment that everything can change because you realize that you are the one who can change everything. It may take some time, but you can change it. And tools like writing the letters to yourself will help you shift that energy more quickly. Tools like realizing that anytime you're triggered by another person is actually just you receiving information about what's going on within you will help you to shift even faster. Because now, instead of getting triggered by someone and just being mad at them and blaming them for how you feel and feeling powerless, you realize this is information for me. This is in my control. I can acknowledge these feelings. I can release these feelings and I can choose new ones. You can turn around and create the life that you actually want. You are so freaking powerful. Like, That is what I just want you to know. That's what I want everybody to get from this podcast is to know that you are an extremely powerful co-creator of the world that we live in. Every single one of us contributes to creating the world that we live in, but the biggest way you contribute to it is by shifting your internal world because the external world is simply a physical manifestation and reflection of what is going on inside of you. So the more you can accept all the things that you think are bad about yourself and find a way to love yourself and then focus on the aspects of yourself that are positive in your opinion and that are good things, the more you'll create good things in the external world. The more you'll allow your creativity to come through. The more you'll have ideas for things to create that add more beauty to the world, add more love to the world, add more peace to the world. And our world can become this beautiful, beautiful, freaking place. That's what I want for you. That's what I want for me. That's what I want for all of us. So I really, really hope you try this out just to see. You can always try it out for like a week or two weeks. And if you hate it and you feel like I'm wrong, then you can stop. And that's totally fine. But I hope you try it. I hope you realize how powerful you are. I hope you see some beautiful shifts to your external world as a result of creating some shifts in your internal world. 
And as always, I'm just a DM away. I'm on Instagram at it's Kristen Hope, I T S K R I S T I N H O P E. So feel free to DM me if you write yourself a letter and you realize that there was something you hadn't forgiven yourself for and it was causing you to be angry with other people or judge other people. I would love to hear about it. And I'll tell you that I'm so proud of you for writing that letter and for facing that because I know it's hard. It can be scary. And it's it's very scary the first time, I would say. It feels very scary the first time. But the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And then it's just like a regular practice to check in with yourself and see, am I mad at myself about anything? Is there anything that I'm judging myself for right now? And one way to know that that stuff is happening is to ask yourself, is there anything I want right now that I don't have? And if there's something you want right now that you don't have, it's because you're not feeling fully worthy or capable of having it. So there's some stuff that needs to shift within you. So use the tools if it feels right to you. DM me about it if it feels right to you. Also, of course, I have reads. I offer reads for people. So if you feel like there's something going on, but you're just not sure what it is, you can book an intuitive read with me and I will look in and see what is the thought or belief that you have right now that's holding you back the most or holding you back in a certain area. If there's a certain area of your life that feels more challenging than others, I can also then channel more tools for you. So if there's another tool that would be particularly beneficial to you to help you shift something, I can channel that and give you another tool. I always love to do that in reads. Um, And then I have a wait list for April coaching if you wanted something a little bit more intense, regular accountability type of intense. There's that option. And I will have some other things coming up that I can tell you about next week. So those are some other resources for you. Also, if you would like to support me in a way other than that, reminder that in the show notes, there is a link where you can buy safer beauty products from Beauty Counter, which I will then benefit from financially, as well as doTERRA for essential oils, and then Keep, which is a software that you can use automated messages and create landing pages and other things like that. If you have questions about any of those things, feel free to DM me. Thank you again for being here. I love you. You are powerful. You are capable and you are so worthy of everything you desire. I will see you next week.